Hey everyone, Dr. J here. And I, what I wanted to do today was just share a little bit about what allows me to be so consistent in life. And I think a lot of people that do know me or have either come across me or they're my family member, a friend, or anybody that's actually been watching me on social media understands that one of the biggest drivers of basically my my success with my own clients, but also in my own athletic career, and what allows me to stay healthy is being consistent. And very often so, I will always think of the people around me that allows me to drive me to be more consistent and to always have that drive to never let go, uh, let, let off the gas pedal. So when I'm looking at basically a lot of people that want to either live a life where they are exercising consistently, they're keeping their health in check, they're eating the right foods, they're getting to bed on time. And we know a lot of these things are the things that will help us to stay healthy. But the truth is that many of us don't. We oftentimes will fall into a state of complacency or being more sedentary, or sometimes when life gets tough, it will completely throw us off the wagon. And so if many of us are like that, what are the actual ways to stay consistent? What are the certain strategies that will help you to not just keep saying, I'm just going to restart tomorrow. I'm going to restart Monday. I'm going to keep restarting something that you know that you should be consistent with, but very often you will always fall off the wagon. And so when people fall off the wagon, we know what happens is that our pain comes back. Our body starts to hurt again. We start to gain that weight back that we've been trying to lose. And obviously, that's something that saddens us, that gives us a sense of guilt, that gives us a sense of being unaccomplished and basically identifying as a person that says, I'm a procrastinator. I will always be lazy. I will always be this person. And these things that we identify with are things that will trump us further. Because if we start identifying as a procrastinator or identifying as a person that always fails your fitness goals, that's going to keep you in a place of complacency, a place where you're always stagnant. And for the rest of your life, you're always going to deal with these inconsistencies. And identity is huge. So I oftentimes identify as a person that says there's not a lot of people in the world that are more consistent than me. And I own that, right? I own that in my podcast. I own that in how I portray myself to my family, to my friends all over social media. But I wanted to specifically share something. And as you can see by the title, which is, you know, how I'm able to stay consistent because of thinking of my family. And so I wanted to take you through a couple little strategies and a couple different principles that will help you to potentially stay consistent. And some of it, um, some of its mindset, some of it is just a little bit of strategizing and actually staying consistent. So let's start off with some of the tactic things, like what's going to allow you to actually stay consistent. And consistency is a product of habits, right? There's essentially, there's laws of habits that I do teach. And one of them is the law of convenience. So if you are to, for example, wanting to go to the gym and stay consistent on going to the gym at least three days a week, but you wouldn't put your tennis shoes in like the top end of the closet where it's very hard to reach because if it's out of sight, it's out of mind. And it's also, there's some resistance when your shoes are, in a place that's hard to access versus if you put your tennis shoes like in the middle of the stairway or you put your tennis shoes right before you leave the door, the likelihood is you're going to put on those tennis shoes 
And that tennis shoes will then trigger something to help you to get to the gym or to go for the run that you've been neglecting. Yeah. So that's the law of convenience. You can also actually flip that, right? So you can actually flip it to what makes what if you want to defeat some bad habits, then you're going to create inconvenience. For example, if you're somebody that's very addicted to TV and you know that's creating sedentary behavior when you're at the TV, you know that you eat a ton of snacks. And one of the easier things that's that's allowing us to, or the, basically the things that are keeping us with that habit of watching a ton of TV is the fact that it's so convenient because all you have to do is plop your butt on the sofa and then pick up the remote control and then turn it on. It's very easy to do. But if you wanted to create some inconvenience, create some resistance towards getting there, and that's like TV doesn't inch the needle forward for me. I know that I want to watch less TV because I'm just gaining weight and I'm eating a ton of snacks while watching TV. There's a cascade of negative events as a result of watching excessive TV. So what you do is you look at the remote control. It's very convenient. Why don't you try to remove the batteries from the remote control and then put it into a dresser or put it somewhere far away from the living room? Then the likelihood is you're going to watch less TV because you have to go to a different room, grab the remote control, right? And actually put the batteries in and then sit your butt down. So if, if there's some sort of Netflix episode or something that you really want to watch and it's very important to you, the likelihood is you're not going to binge on TV. You're really just going to watch that one episode because it's taken so much effort to do. Okay. So to create better habits of exercise and consistency, you want to have less resistance and make it easier and more convenient for you versus if you want to create friction or resistance that's going to make something inconvenient, something that's going to, that's, that's driving you towards worse habits or bad habits, then create some inconvenience towards that end. Okay. So that is just a little tactic on how to improve. Another strategy of consistency is try to adopt the same behaviors, the same time, the same location, right? The more of the sameness that you can gather for yourself, it's going to allow you to be more consistent. So for example, if you look at the clothes that I always wear, literally everywhere, and my parents know it, my mom knows it, my wife knows it, is that I don't wear very fancy clothes. So I, I don't care about wearing fancy jeans or wearing like a designer t-shirt. I don't care about those things. What I do care about is that with the clothes that I have on that I go to sleep with is the same exact clothes that I'm going to work out with. So I pretty, pretty much go to sleep with a pair of boxers and my workout shorts. And uh, I also run hot. So that's why I also like wear not too much clothes when I go to sleep. But when I wake up, it's already convenient. I already have, first of all, the right clothes that's going to allow me to work out. So all I need to do is slip on my socks, slip on a tank top, and I'm good to go. And that's actually what I wear to work. That's actually what I'm wearing on this podcast right now is a tank top and shorts and athletic shocks. But you can take that even a step further is if you have the same traditions, as in you do the same thing, which is for me, I wake up at 545 in the morning, five to six days a week. So at 545, I'm up, I get on my shorts, sorry, I get on my t shirt, I get on my tank top, uh, I get on my socks, I do the same thing, I drink two glasses of water. And then I weigh myself, I get brush my teeth, I go immediately downstairs, I eat my pre workout meal, which composed of um, coffee with protein powder, and also half a bagel, banana, some sort of carbohydrates, it's going to last me the workout, I immediately step out the door, I get to the gym by 630 to 645 just depends on traffic. And for the most part, that is my thing, hour 15 to an hour 30 of working out, 
I get home, get, get my post-workout meal in. And that is something that I do five to six days a week, every single week, even on vacation. Even when we went to, we just recently went to uh, Tacoma, Washington for one of our, my wife's cousin's wedding. And for the most part, like we, some people could easily fall off their workout reg regime because they're making excuses of, I don't have the gym. I don't have my workout clothes. I'm not going to be busy, all those things. I still managed to find, we had an Airbnb. The 24 hour fitness was six minutes away from that Airbnb. It was a really nice 24 hour fitness, very jealous of Washington, how much space it has. But for the most part, every single day, except one day I got up for the gym, the same exact thing, the same clothes, the same time, the same type of location, which is 24 hour fitness in San Francisco, same 24 hour fitness in Tacoma, Washington. And I still did the same thing, same pre-workout meal, same post-workout meal. And that's the consistency right there. Okay. Hopefully those tactics and those strategies make sense. It's these types of strategies to make things easier or to make things more convenient or to create a sense of tradition with things that you do. It's the same thing goes. We have this unearthly tradition that nearly 95% of people in the world do. And one of that tradition is brushing your teeth because when you immediately wake up, most people brush your teeth in the morning at night, sometime at night, you wash up, you get ready and then you brush your teeth again. So most people are brushing their teeth one to two days per week. I'm sorry, one to two times per day, every single day, even when you're on vacation, you don't leave vacation without your toothbrush, right? And I have the same traditions. I don't go on vacation without my dip belt, without my workout gloves, without my workout clothes, without my workout shoes, without my running shoes. Okay. So if you don't, if you go on vacation and you never forget toothpaste and toothbrush, like for me, I don't forget my workout gear. I don't forget those things because just as much as we take care of our teeth to prevent cavities, we should take care of our own bodily pains and aches and keep our muscles healthy and our joints healthy by way of exercise, right? It should be the same exact thing. It's just, that's not bred into us at a very early age. For all we know is that your parents, your grandparents were still probably brushing their teeth and that's why it's so ingrained into us. But your parents might've been not the most athletic. They might've not, sometimes we're very much a product and a reflection of our parents. So if our parents didn't work out a lot, it's likely that we're not gonna work out a lot. It's not gonna be a tradition or something that we actually do regularly. So I know that my parents, like my dad played basketball, my mom, maybe she did a little bit of working out, uh, but actually I had to force myself to adopt a sense of consistency and habits that they generally didn't have. And till this day, I'm still trying to work on like my family members, my, my wife, my mom, I'm always trying to push them to breed a little bit more consistency as much as like I try to chirp into their ear at all times is that I know that will help them in the long term. And so the last thing I want to talk about is in general, just something that allows me to stay so brutally consistent. And it doesn't have to deal with these little tactics and these little strategies that I just gave to you. But I want to share something very uh, deep and emotional that I feel allows me to be the most consistent of any other coach, any other physical therapist in the world. And for me, it's that I think of my family, right? So I am a doctor of physical therapy, been working on that for over 10 years now. But that's not it. It's not like I have these credentials, I evaluate, I give exercise, and then that's it, right? What I try to do in order to give my clients the success that they want initially, but also the long-term success, which comes in the form of habits and consistency, how I do that is I lead by example. And one of the things that I always do 
is that I put my family first. And here's something that I want to share with you is that sometimes when I'm very stressed out, sometimes when stuff is hitting the fan, sometimes when life is just going crazy, for the most part, like if you didn't know, I have a daughter on the way. She's, we're due date is October 27th. I'm very excited to meet my daughter and to spoil her with kisses and all that. And that's going to be an even more driving factor. So when my son was born, May 2021, I actually did get a tattoo that's very meaningful to me. I got it in Hawaii. It was a spur of the moment thing. Even my wife was supportive. She actually helped me design it for me. And that tattoo here is a tattoo that there's a quote in it. And then there is a, there's a number. So it's a basically a hand holding up the number three. And so if you guys don't know, my son's name is Trey. And uh, Trey right now, he is literally everything to me. Everything that I do as far as from like a workout perspective or even building my business and having more impact on the world, everything that I do is I do it for my family. And that's not the only thing. I do it for my own long-term health. But one of the things that really drives me is my son. I consistently think about how when my dad, when my dad loved me, my dad passed in 2008. And one of the things that I felt was a regret was not being able to have the credentials or the skill set to teach him how to exercise and teach him how to breathe this laws, the laws of consistency and the things that I know now. When he died, I was only 19. I was still in college. I was not thinking about long-term career. I didn't even know what career I had. But when he passed away, obviously that was a huge toll on my family. But one of the things I said to myself was like, I know that for the most part, my dad was not the best at taking care of his health. So therefore, I'm going to be a person that's going to be so damn consistent with my own strength training, with my own exercise, that my son, my family will never have to worry about me losing the ability to do things, losing the ability to do the things I love, losing the abilities to be more active with them and to create more memories with them. One quote that I always say, and I said this to my wife and my wife was very touched by how consistent I am. And she's, she asked me this question and I forget why she asked me this question. It was, I think it was like a couple months ago. And she said, Jay, just, I've known you for 10 years now. And I'm just curious what keeps you so consistent. I do not know a lot of people that is willing to wake up at 5:45 in the morning, get their workout in, get their post-workout meal in, and then get back, uh, before the kid wakes up and before you even start your job what helps you to stay consistent and this came out automatically but one of the things that i said was like as far as as far as me being as far as like me as a person i said to her i never want to say to you or to my son or to my future family members that i can't i always want to say that i can right when i said that to her it really almost pushed me to tears it almost said i never want to say to you that i cannot i never want to have that that disability. I never want to be in a place where you guys are taking care of me. And so when I said to her, I never want to say I can't. I always want to say that I can. I always want to lead the family by example. I always want to have the strength, the capacity, the speed, the agility, the capacity to be the best father that I can be. So when you're saying to yourself, I always want to say that I can What's going to be your motivating factor? And I'm saying to you right now is that one of the motivating factors to me is my son. So I'm going back to the tattoo that I got, the quote on there is saying, then there was Trey. It's a play on words. We're a family of three. And it says there, then there was Trey. So when I am 
feeling like I'm having a bad day in the gym, or let's say I'm having a bad day and I'm like, I don't want to go to the gym today. I don't want to exercise because life is getting crazy. I just want to procrastinate. I just want to watch Netflix. I just want to do the, I just want to be the, the average person, the average American that, and if you don't know, no, the average American does not exercise enough. The average American is not doing enough exercise to actually stay, keep their health in check. What the AHA recommend, the American Heart Association recommends is 120 to 150 minutes of moderate to intense vigorous exercise five to six days a week, okay? So 120, 120 to 150 minutes, and that's spread out over a week. So sorry if I butchered that, but it's not, 100, it's not two to two and a half hours every single day. It's two to two and a half hours at a minimum, moderate to intense vigorous activity over a week span. And yet 85% of Americans can't do that. Okay. So when I'm looking at like those statistics, you have to ask yourself, do I want to be the average American? Do I want to be the average parent that after their kids are after their kids, after they have kids, they, they let themselves go. Or do you want to set yourself apart? Do you want to be a person that always says that I can, or do you want to say, do you want to say to your kids at some point in life, five, 10, 20 years down the road, sorry, sorry, Sarah, sorry, sorry, Billy, I can't. I can't do that with you anymore because I'm too old. I can't do that anymore because my back hurts. I can't do that anymore because I've gained weight and my, my knees can't tolerate anymore. So that is really your fork in the road. That is your choice. Which fork in the road do you want to go down? Do you want to go this path where eventually you know that you're getting older, but as you get older, you're actually feeling your age. You're actually saying to yourself, I'm admitting that at 50, 60 years of age, I will lose the ability to do this. Or do you want to se separate yourself? Do you want to be the 5, 10, or even 15% of people in the world that will say to you, that will say, I will always say that I can. I will always be able to take care of my family. I will always be there for them. So long story short, there's times where I do feel like I'm struggling. There's times where just like any other parent, any other dad, there are times where you're going to struggle. There are times where life seems so overwhelming. There might be times where you lose your job. There might be times where there's another pandemic. God forbid there's another pandemic, but there might be a time where like stuff starts to hit the fan and life is going crazy and it feels like you're curling up into a ball and it feels everything in your life is going against you. But at those moments, during those times of trials and tribulations, can you be a person that stays consistent? And so when I strategically, I put this on my forum, then there astray. When I look at that tattoo, it puts me to tears. It, it literally puts me to tears to say to myself, who am I to say that I'm going to eventually let my body go and I'm going to be this inconsistent father that can't do things with their kids. So when I look at that, it motivates me to push harder. It motivates me to stay deathly consistent five to six days a week of strength training. And for me, I, I haven't even talked about mobility, but I, I literally move and I stretch eight to 10 times a day. I, I, it's embedded into my life. I stretch in the shower. I stretch at Trader Joe's. I stretch at Costco. I'm consistently moving when I have a little bit of time on my hands. I've had two minutes, two minutes, and I'm waiting for my family, like to get ready to go on vacation or something. I'm just doing cab raises downstairs. There's a sense of fitting in exercise into every little facet. I don't expect everyone to be exactly like that, but I do want to say that I hold myself to such a high standard of consistency that I know I don't have to fear for my life. I know I don't have to fear for my health, right? If, if I get hit by a truck tomorrow, that's that that's bad luck on that's bad luck. That that's something that I couldn't control. 
But what I can control is my destiny. I can control my future. I can control my long-term health. I can control, for the most part, every little facet of my health. God forbid diagnoses and cancer and all those things. Like heart disease, preventable. Cancer, that's nearly preventable. Like that's preventable through doing the right diagnostic tests, prevention. There's a lot of prevention of colon cancer and things like that. There's a lot of ways to prevent, right? And how to truly prevent things is not necessarily just through diagnostic testing and blood lipid panels and all that. But you have to say to yourself that prevention comes from being consistent. That is the best preventative medicine right now. There is exercise, movement, and being just freaking consistent for the rest of your life. That way you will live a longer life. You will live a more fulfilling life. You'll create more memories with your family. Okay. So when I think about where I was when I was 19 and I was like, just this, I honestly, just this kid that just had, just wanted to play around, just want to play basketball all day. And when my dad passed away, that was something that really drove me to be the coach that I am. I feel that out of that type of turmoil and out of that depression came somebody, a true, a new identity of somebody that is consistent for their family, that is consistent for my clients and the people around me. And that's really just all I have to say. So in any case, I hope that this wasn't scripted. This was just something that I felt just very compelled to say. I actually got motivated by one of my clients, one of my clients who is currently in my program now. She really said the, the same type of thing. She's, I want to be better. I want to be there for my family. Who am I that if I stay stuck in pain, if I stay stuck in a place where I cannot play in the playgrounds, I cannot do future sports. I can't show my kids the things that I used to do, like running and tennis and all these. She said, if I can't do that, what's the use? And out of that talk got me very emotional. That compelled me to hopefully share the same message with you guys that best the best preventative medicine is being deathly consistent. And when you have such a strong sense of why, which is why do I strength train? Why do I put myself through five to six days? Why do I wake up at 535 every damn morning is because of my son, is because of my family. And when I think of them, when I look at my tattoo, when I see, like when I can visualize my son's just smiling face and the smiling face is smiling back at me, but if he's smiling at a version of myself that is heavier, that has joint pain, that has to say no to him to like playing in the playgrounds and getting onto the monkey bars with him, to me, that's sadness. To me, that that creates depression. Just just even thinking about that. And I always want to be happy. I always want to progress myself in every facet of my life. Okay. So that's what I got for you guys today. If you guys have any questions, feel free to drop them below. Feel free to email me if you'd like. Jason at Fletcher Dr. J. Let me know if you're if you're if you just have questions, if you just want to say to me, like, hey, I have some feedback. I'd love to, I'd love to throw some questions at you. You can also DM me on Instagram or even Facebook, Flex Dr. J if you're watching right now. And if you are interested in learning more about what I do and how I help my clients, feel free to also message me about that. Would love to help you out. But yeah, you know, uh, tears, no fears. I had tears literally on this podcast, but hopefully this helps to inspire you. Hopefully this is something that maybe if I can just touch one person's life and just through the words and the things that I do on this one live stream, I hope that this impacts somebody's life. Okay, so I'll see you guys later and have a beautiful rest of your day.